Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, it appears to be the end of an era, E-R-R-O-R, as CM Punk appears to have finished his time with AEW+. Nikki is no longer a superhero. Logan Paul thinks he has one lucky punch, and we finally smell what Pebbles is cooking. So tune in right now before the UK, before UK loses another prime minister because it's episode 313 of kings of the rings podcast exclusively on wrestle addict radio and it starts right now Fucking Yankees, I swear. Dude, watching Michael K go off on them, though, is so... I have not seen that. You have to send me a link. Dude, he's been burning. He's burnt Boone to the ground. It's like, Michael K is this close to saying, you know what? I fire Aaron Boone. (laughs) (laughs) Because you all know Steinbrenner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to King's Rings Podcast, episode number 313, The Schism. Thank you, Mr. French. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T. And we were going to have the K Murphy, but we think that we've lost K. K, can you say say anything? K. K. All right, it's just us, just us boys, just us boys today, Willie T and King Ricky Rose. Will, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. You know, hearing this intro, I actually listened to our very first intro, actually my very first I'm intro sorry to hear about in a it. long time the other day. Finally, no, I didn't finally return my Yeezys. I never bought my Yeezys. Um, but it, I'm still so proud of that intro. It's my favorite of all time, even though the one we've got now is pretty great. But yeah. Wait, uh, it's time! It's time! It's time! It's going to be the the magic of college kids editing. When we have no idea what we're doing, it's wonderful. Oh, I no no no. I knew exactly what I was doing. It just was Good. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's right. Jim. Mr. Fretz, thank you for the, for the props on our night's graphics. It's 313, the schism. It's a little bit of a slow uh, slow week in wrestling. Although the things that we are going to talk about are pretty big news, to be completely honest with you. I really hope Kay Murphy was going to be here, but I think we've lost Kay on, on the pre-show, unfortunately. So it's going to be just those guys giving us opinions on things that we really don't care about. One of those things I don't care about is CM Punk. However, he is one of the biggest news topics that's going on this week in wrestling. So here's the deal. CM Punk, for all intents and purposes, is not going to be returning to AEW. His time in AEW is done, and it's completely his fault. Now, in order for him to be... Again. again. (laughs) Now, in order for CM Punk to... uh, um, to officially leave AEW, he has to have his contract get bought out because there was some time left on his contract, considerable amount of time left on his contract. And so AEW essentially had to buy out his contract. Um, and that's where we're at right now. They've already fired Ace Steel, who, besides, as Burger T said, who the hell's Ace Steel? Um, so the only thing left is really, is really Mr. Punk here. Um, and there are a couple of things that are holding up these buyout negotiations at this point. Uh, number one, he did take some time off. He was a champion, and he was injured. So they're talking about what money he would be owed, even though he was going through an injury. He took time off for that injury before the media scrum fiasco. And number two, um, 
I believe it's being, you have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe Tony Khan in particular is um, trying to add potentially a no non-compete clause to buy him out of his contract. You know, I don't think he needs one. A no compete. Because mm-hmm. um, remember who runs WWE now? Triple H. And if you believe any or all of the rumors, they don't get along too well. Um, so I I don't see him going back to WWE. I don't see him going anywhere, to be honest. If I don't see him being in the public eye for a very, very long time, if ever again. Uh, yeah, fuck this guy, first off. Um, if I was Tony Khan... I would just go straight Godfather and be like, here's my offer to you. Nothing. You get nothing. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. You, don't just, you don't just bury me into my face in front of the media. You don't just bury my EVPs who started this company. You don't just bury my talent. You don't bury my title. You don't bury my company. You don't bury my money. And if you're going to do all that, you don't get my money. I'll see you. I, if you want to take me to court, fine. You're going to like. Was he in breach of contract? Could they have pressed charges? I don't know. I mean, I mean, we still don't know the full story. So, I know enough to say CM Punk should never work in wrestling again. No. Like, th- th- this fucking guy. I don't... Damn, dude, it's like... What, what did Pryor say, man? Have a Coke, a smile, and shut the fuck yes, up? Yes, that is what he said. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, you need... That's yeah, what he told Eddie Murphy when Bill, when Bill Cosby told him to stop saying, like, swearing and stop being dirty, which hilarious going from Bill Cosby. Yeah, right. He was like, man, you just tell Bill to have a Coke and, and smile and shut the fuck yep, up. That's, that's... that's what CM Punk needs. I see a punk. Go smoke a fucking cigarette, smoke a joint, and have a beer, and just chill out, all right? Just chill the fuck out. This guy, this guy is just a modern-day Bret Hart, but worse. I know I've made that joke before, but I'm making he's it again. He's also less talented just, than I, Brett. Well, yeah, he's way less talented. He is, he is, I, I think I hate him more than Bret Hart now, and I fucking hate Bret Hart for no reason. I remember when CM Punk used to, was supposed to be the savior of wrestling. They, people, people put him up as some sort of, essentially from JBL's standpoint, a wrestling god, and he is. He was. For a while. He yeah. was. He was. And. He, 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 he was my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Until until he left, like I I was a big fan of Killswitch Punk. Yeah, a lot of people um, were. That's when he that's when he became my favorite. And that twenty twenty eleven run or twenty thirteen run or whatever it mm-hmm. was, I uh, was just like, oh, I was justified for liking this guy the entire my entire life. Yeah. the The issue with Punk is that Punk is his own worst enemy. Yeah. He like he, and when Punk first came back and he held off for so long, um, and he he cut that promo. Was it was on Rampage, right? The yeah. first one. He returned on Rampage. Yeah, when he came yeah, back. Yeah, he came back and he cut that promo. It was brilliant. It, it was like it was as if he never lost a step. He he put everything into perspective. The best thing about Punk was not his in ring skills whatsoever. There are tons of other better in ring wrestlers. The fact of the matter is, Punk was able to tell a story and hook you on that story so well but that no matter what happened in the ring you were already sold because you believed in the story that Paul <laughs> was telling and and that's that's the secret to wrestling right man yeah. like you don't <clears throat> you don't need to be the most athletic guy you don't need the acrobatics the flips and shit can you tell a story and that and that to me still is the biggest difference between AEW and WWE AEW way more athletic sure right yeah <clears throat> it WWE could be that athletic, but they tell them not to for good reason because AEW, everyone's always fucking hurt. 
Yeah. So it's like that promo of the Miz. You think of it, WWE tells way better stories. Mm-hmm. It's like that promo, even when they're it's hurt. like the pro. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like the promo of the Miz cut on um on Daniel Bryan, the Talking Smack promo. Because when Daniel Bryan was like, "I think you you wrestle the WWE. I think you wrestle like a coward," and he goes, "The reason I wrestle that way is because I can do what I do all year long and not get hurt." Yeah, and he was right. <laughs> like he was right. Yeah. I mean, well, his thing. They're both yeah. right. Like, it's just that's that's just different philosophies, different styles of wrestling. Yeah. Now you can you can prefer one to the other. I prefer WWE's version. A lot of people prefer AEW's version. A lot of casuals would prefer AEW's sure. version. And that's fine, right? Which is why Daniel Bryan left. Yeah. Which props to him. But Miz Miz is also right because he does wrestle safe. Because look, he's been around forever. He's always in a good storyline. Mm-hmm. At least for at least for eighty percent of his career, which can be. Not the same for most people. Um, and, again, he and he's reliable. Yeah. He's never hurt. He's been injured once, and it might have been fake. No, but it was <laughs> like he blew out his knee or something like that. And that was recently. Yeah. That was then, recently. Like, he, was in the wheel, he, was, he was in the wheelchair for too <laughs> <Yeah>. long. <laughs> and then from that, he came back, won money in the bank, and cashed in and became the first ever two-time Grand Slam champion. Yeah. Love The Miz. <laughs> love, I love that I was right about him, too. Yeah. The Miz, the Miz is money. Um it's and it's just punk is it's sad it's so disappointing this fall from grace i haven't i don't think i'm having this i've never been a big cm punk fan but this is and you know it's going to be a little bit of buzz it's going to going to trigger some people real quick this reminds you of when we lost the 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 glam and the shine off the velveteen dream yeah, there was so much there, um, and Punk may have seen, Punk may have reached its potential, but the Velveteen Dream was was the golden goose of the WWE Performance Center and everything that they have worked for. Like that would have been the model and the prototype of how to build a character from scratch and from a relative nobody, and it all went to flames. Just like that. It's it's just it's just a damn shame, yeah. dude. And again, it's like I don't I don't know how like what were you thinking, dude? Like, talking to Phil now, yeah. Phil Brooks. You know, I've heard some defensive. You know, the heat of the moment, the match, and the main event. Adrenaline's pumping. I get that, right? Like I I I can sympathize with that, but it's just like, bro. You gotta be a professional. He's been he's been in he's been in wrestling for way too long to not know how to keep his cool. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like then he had he had issues with the locker room. It's like, dude, you're supposed to, like they brought you in here to be a leader, a locker room leader. And if you don't want that role, fine. You know, locker room leaders shouldn't be crowned; they should be accepted. Yeah. Like if you want, like Jack Jericho and Moxley are locker room leaders. Because they are, and they also because they want to be. Yeah. If Punk doesn't want to be, that's fine. He shouldn't have to be. But don't go burying the talent and shitting on the legends. Yeah. Which allegedly backstage he does do. Which is like, dude, like, why are you actually here then? Stroke is on ego. And that's just a damn shame. That's a damn shame. And that exists in any form of entertainment, which, which, which in and of itself isn't too bad. Like, you you can be there for yourself and stroke your own ego and be there for the money. That's yeah. fine. That's a totally justifiable reason to protect you and your family and just to make that cash. 
But when you're dragging everything else down, there's, you know, there's lines that get crossed, and it seems like he crossed every single one of them. Yeah, and he, I, I, I believe he did. And here's also the thing about uh, AEW. At this point in time in the life of AEW after CM Punk, if you look at tonight's card, they don't need CM Punk. They have enough talent and enough good story. CM Punk is a draw that transcends their fan base. I get it, but looking at this right now, I'm looking at this card right now for Dynamite because we're not watching Dynamite, obviously. You have Moxie versus um, versus Penta for the title tonight, which is great. Jericho. Cool. Uh, Jericho and Danny Garcia, Team ROH at this point, versus Claudio um, and, we- and Wheeler Yuta. You have FTR versus Swerve in Our Glory. Number one contenders for the tag titles. Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara. MJF's going to cut a ridiculous promo. And Riho, which everybody loves for some reason. And Jamie Hayter. I don't see where CM Punk fits into all of this, to be honest with you. Well, he's the name. He's, he is, he's recognition. He is name, he's, yeah. and he's a draw. Like, he he really was a huge deal for them. Like, he he did push them into a new level. He really it was did. a huge cut. AEW, that is. But with him gone... I haven't watched AEW since, like really. I I don't think I I don't think I've watched a full episode of Dynamite in maybe a month or two. Mm-hmm. He really did just suck all the air and the care out of the AEW bubble for me. Um, I'll still watch some pay per views, mm-hmm. um, like the day after, but I just I'm not invested in AEW. There's only so much time in my day, and AEW is so low on the priority for me. Where it used to be when CM Punk came in, say a year ago. When it came to wrestling, it was the first thing I watched. Now it's, I don't have time for it. I barely have time for Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. And it's just, it's just not, it's just, CM Punk made AEW not a priority for me. Yeah. It, and I don't know what can happen to make it bring me back. I mean, Jericho signing and Mox signing is great. The Elite coming back would be great. There's a lot of talent I like that. I'm a big fan of Sammy Guevara. I'm a big fan of their roster. Mm-hmm. But there's just, this. who cares? Right? There's nothing special with AEW anymore. Punk was something special. Yeah, and the the thing about it is, I mean, I know we're talking a lot about Punk and the fiasco is because this is the contract buyout too, and I do agree. I don't think he's coming to WWE anytime soon. Now, there is the whole never say never philosophy. Like Vince was, and somebody used the example I was reading, I think on comic.com, Vince made amends with everybody. Vince hated a shit ton of people and made amends with, but also a lot of the time, it took Triple H talking to Vince for Vince to make amends. That's how the Warrior story happened. <laughs> yeah. you know um but i just like you said i think cm punk should just eventually just you know not go by the wayside stay out of the limelight because right now he's there's nothing nothing good will come from him going somewhere else yeah dude the guys the guys like being told what to do apparently that's what it looks like yeah it's like so like a reason he went to AEW. Was to stick it to WWE and stick it to Vince, right? I mean, that was a a reason, a piece of that. Pie. Sure, yeah. So now is he gonna go back to WWE to stick it to Tony Khan AEW? Like, <laughs> sure, no. <laughs> I, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stick it to the guy I stick it to. <laughs> who fired? By going back to what I'm sticking to in the first place. Who fired place. me on my wedding day? Yeah, it's just like I. I hate everybody and everybody hates me. I know what I'm going to do. Go back to the person who hated me first. <laughs> They've had the most time to, to get over it. I know I know what's going to make my ex jealous. Getting back with my other ex. 
that'll teach them. That'll teach both of yes, them. Yes, that'll, that'll teach them for okay. sure. It's, it's just sad. Dude, if I was, you know what I would do if I was Triple H? I'm not even kidding. Make him a 24-7 champion? No, 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 no. I would, I would call Phil Brooks' house and be like, hey, uh, Phil, this is Paul. Uh, got to talk about something. Uh, is AJ home? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to I see if she wants to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, click. <laughs> Honestly, if I was Chips, I'd probably bring back AJ before. I would totally bring back AJ if she wants. She's bring it back doing well. Uh, she's helped producing uh, the Wow. Uh, the Women of Wrestling, A.K. Women of yeah, Wrestling, she, which was formerly yeah. and she, uh, she, wrote a, she wrote a book. Yeah, um, Crazy so. is my superpower, which I heard is really good. Yeah, and she's riding riding that CM money, CM Punk money cash. Oh, is riding that high. Um, yeah, she she helps produce Wow, which was former, which was originally Glow, which they made the Netflix series out of. So she's doing yeah. that. And apparently, she's doing really well. Uh, so yeah, good no, her. good for her. She was a great talent. Yeah, she was a great talent. I'm just, I've, I've always been upset that AJ Lee never got the chance to be in this era of women's wrestling. Like she just missed it. Yeah, but we we, we told her this before though. I don't think she would have survived. I think her character, her developed character, probably would have shined a little bit more and kept her around a little bit longer. Yeah. Um. Than some people. Like, do do you see her beating Sasha in a match? Do you see mm. her beating Charlotte in a feud? Do you see her tapping out Becky Lynch? No. No, no, <laughs> no. no. She might beat Bailey, but, like, I couldn't have seen her beating Paige. Well, she did beat Paige. Yeah, she did. Um, I couldn't have... I, well, she did beat, she beat, beat the Bellas, too. Yeah, the Four Horsewomen and Bianca? No. She would have beaten, like, Lacey Evans and Nikki Ash and um, Nikki Cross and, and um, Carmella. Alexa Bliss, but I don't think she would have reached that upper. She would have been a great mid card talent. Yeah, tag champ. I don't think she would have ever won one of the. She big would belts. have been a great mid card champion if they had a woman's mid card title, which is the one thing that yeah. they're missing. Uh, yeah, she she was better as a big fish in a small pond, for sure. Yeah, it's it's. I just would have loved to see the work she could have done with them from a story perspective because she also had the gift of gab and telling a story too, which she never really got to use. Uh, and she had to kissing everybody. She did kiss a lot of people. Yeah. Also, I saw. A cl- I don't know if you saw a complete sideburn. I don't know what made me think of this. I saw a clip the other day of Justin Roberts on the the uh, the Jerry the Jerry Springer show. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Justin Roberts is on Jerry Springer. When? And dude, like years ago, it was like fifteen years ago. Like you know, probably before he was in WWE. Okay. I'm talking years ago, and he was playing a like. A straight up Italian Guido, like the like 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 Jersey Shore Guido. Wow. He had a chain, slicked back hair, and every accent, everything. And um, the story was like his 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 girlfriend was sleeping with his sister, and he was grossed out by it. And I guess Fred saw this episode. He said his wife was banging her own sister in the show. Yes, fucking wild, <laughs> <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I, mean, this, I mean, this is the fucking guy who comes out to the Gilmore Girls' this theme song on AEW. Speaking of, what a career he's had. Speaking of, which, Mr. Fred's made a good point. Fred states, uh, you want to know how bad it is with CM Punk and AEW? I bought an AEW shirt with a, with a lot of the roster. Guess who's not on it? <laughs> CM Punk. And Fred was at Dynamite like uh, a couple weeks ago, actually. 
couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, I still have my CM Punk shirt. I still yeah. wear it. It's gonna, it's gonna I think the one it's thing that fits. will save or bring some people back if you bring the Elite back, but even then, that's a, they're, they're, there's still a juggling act you have to do with that because now the cat's out of the bag that they've been fucking up. And so, and they still need to be. They still need to yeah, be punished. Like, how do you handle that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. They've been sus- suspended. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Don't fire them. You should definitely not fire them because they still are all AVPs and they still are, you know, the founders of the company. Yeah. So they they des- they deserve that. They took all the risk. They still deserve their spot. But there still needs to be some other. Like, if you're gonna further punish CM Punk, you know, there are two dogs in that fight. Yeah. Yeah, what do you do? And what do you, what do you do with them? And uh, it's just, oh man, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens whenever they do return, if they ever return in any sort of wrestling capacity, uh, as it is from this company. But let's move along, folks, uh, to some other crazy stuff. Like essentially, Elimination Chamber is coming back to the <laughs> to the to the Western Hemisphere. Well, it is going to be in Montreal, <laughs> Quebec, Canada. No, we're not going. I don't <laughs> it's going to be the politest elimination chamber match ever. No, after you. No, after you. <laughs> <laughs> you come out first. No, no, no. You come out first. You want a pinner? You go ahead. Although I heard Montreal is pretty snobby uh, to people who don't speak French, but don't. That's what super Canadian fans. I mean, me. we're snobby. People don't speak English, so <laughs> we barely consider them. Touche, touche. I get me. <laughs> so elimination chamber is going to be February eighteenth. 2023 and i believe it will be the i hope it's that saturday that's gonna be a saturday yes uh it's my birth my birthday's a thursday yes it is yeah um so i believe that it's going to be the final premium live event um before wrestlemania yeah february then WrestleMania is what april first first and second bitch yeah okay yeah that's good so there's no no december pay-per-view what a rumble Limitation Chamber, and you got a full five-week build Some, or six-week build to yeah, Mania. I think that sounds about right to me. I like the Elimination Chamber match. Like, I, out of all the gimmick pay-per-views that should, like, I hate that Hell in a Cell is in October and we have to have yeah. one. Elimination Chamber, to me, always made sense. Yeah. It's your last chance to go to the main event at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I think it just it makes sense. I like that when it was part of Survivor Series the first time in uh, 2002, which I'll be reviewing on the WrestleMania podcast very soon. Uh Fred's and I are going to go through Survivor Series 02. You know what happened in Survivor Series 02? That was... Um, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels winning. That's also the debut of, uh, of Scott Steiner in WWE for the first time. Incredible. It's, yeah, it's Big Papa Pom. It's Holly, if you hear me. The Big Bad Booty Daddy, which is one of the greatest names in all of wrestling. The Big Bad really Booty is. Daddy. Absolutely. Fretz Fret and I are going to do Royal Rumble 23 in the Fretz. Uh, Royal Rumble 23. Royal Rumble 03. I was like, wow, you're going to do it live. Good job, Will. Yeah, dude. In, I have no idea who wins in 03. I'm assuming it's Austin, but I don't know. Wait, Taquan, you're watching us while you're in the line of a haunted house? Spooky. Very spooky. You should tell people, you should tell all the, tell all the haunted house people to follow us. Like, just get, like, hey, follow these guys. <laughs> You want to hear something really spooky? I was like, making me scared. To quiet, if you want to freak him out, just put your phone on full blast, and Ricky will start screaming the N-word halfway through, <laughs> halfway through the haunted house. <laughs> Watch out! There's a babe in the corner! <laughs> this, this, will make, this will make our video the most watched video we've ever had, and still get pulled by YouTube. <laughs> yes, Ricky, just got to go, beep, beep, 
beep. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean beep. Beep is supposed yeah. to be the N word. Um, excuse me. Beep behind you. Beep incoming. Beep move out of the way. You beep. Replace with, just phone on full yeah, volume. Replace with like dolphin sounds or something. Ah, that's gonna be amazing. So, eliminates changer in Montreal land of apparently that all the Canadian assholes. Very very interesting. Uh, Logan Paul cut this promo on SmackDown uh, about yeah, sure he did. One lucky punch. He has right. one punch. lucky punch um, that could that that could take out Roman Reigns. And I don't know about you, Will, but I thought to myself, he's not believable. Not with this promo. Well, dude, the the storyline doesn't work in wrestling. Like with Mayweather, when he fought Mayweather, one lucky punch, man. Like there's some truth to that. You know, like he's supposed to fight Anderson Silva, one lucky punch. Other fighter. That, That can work. Uh doesn't work in wrestling because the punches aren't real. <laughs> one, one, one lucky fake punch and I got him. <laughs> yeah, no, not not the right story to tell. Yeah. The story to tell is, hey, this is going to make us so much money. Shut up and watch it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, the only thing I can save this right now, well, Roman's coming back on SmackDown this Friday. So Roman is going to have to pull the promo of his life and have r interfere for no freaking reason. Um on all of it. Yes. Here's how here's how I want the opening SmackDown to happen. It's probably not going to happen, but here's what I think. When's the show? Saudi show? Uh, the Saudi show's next week, so it's going to be a go-home show next week. Next yeah, Saturday. next Saturday, okay. November 5th. Um, I'll have a brand new smartwatch by that time. Uh, so here's I, I want Logan and the Bloodline to do another promo off. Roman's about to speak, and then all of a sudden our troop comes out. Our troop totally trolls the entire thing. Jey Uso in his coked-out binge gets all mad and challenges R-Troop to imagine. R-Troop bugs Bunny, essentially, his way to beating Jay, which makes Roman more mad at Jay than he already is. Continues the story. Sure. Why not? Yeah, but Logan Paul being this one lucky punch guy, i not a fan of this at all. I thought he had something going before, but you know what it is also as well? He's getting eviscerated on the mic every time he tries to challenge one of the members of the bloodline to a promo. Yeah, he's he's not a good promo. Yeah. It's it's great. It's not his fault. He just got here. You know, like it takes time to develop, you know, being able to control a crowd. It's one thing to do a lot of stuff on social media where you can do edits and stuff, but he has to now do things live. Yeah, dude, he didn't know what the what chant was. <laughs> like Yeah. That was a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but Again, this match doesn't mean anything. No. He's fighting Roman at a house show in a stadium in another country. A WrestleMania-style house show, which is weird to say. Yeah, but still. Still, who cares? Yeah. Right? The match is going to be good. That's all that matters. Obi has, he's probably has new gear for this, too. Yeah. Washington caught in a turban. <laughs> the screen goes black. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out with a picture of Muhammad. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, oh, Logan. <laughs> oh, st- sit right there next to Yeezy. Anywho, uh, moving on, we <laughs> finally got what we've all wanted for fucking years at this point. Will, Crazy Nikki's back. Yeah, that's pretty hot right there. <laughs> that's a good That's a good picture. You got Bailey's booty. You got Nikki's wild hair. Yeah. And, uh... 
You got some ring ropes. Yeah, yeah. Nice. All about the ring ropes, obviously. Now I'm very happy that we... <laughs> well, I'm very happy Crazy Nikki's back. Um, freaking finally. I want her to go full sanity, though. Like, full sanity, like, pulling out her hair, all wet, pasty as all fuck, because she's got a tan to her at this point. Probably because she moved to Florida. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot that she was even on the roster. I haven't seen her in so yeah, long. Yeah, they, they, she... She got jobbed uh, one last time as Nikki A.S.H., and then they let her leave for a little bit, which is brilliant, and now she's re- essentially repurposing herself. Dude, I don't think she's been on Hulu Raw since she dropped the title, the women's title. It's been a lot of nothing matches. Yeah. You know, but I like it. You know what I've enjoyed about this, and this is also, I think, due to Triple H taking over a lot more, as he's allowing... People to re, which you'll see a lot in our show today, he's allowing them to rethink their characters and do things that are more natural to them. Because it seems like, as even though we know the story about Nikki ASH was something that she wanted to do, it kind of ran its course very quickly. Uh, yeah, like a week. <laughs> very quickly. I mean, she became the champion out of it, which is great. It kind of ran its course very quickly, and then like it wasn't, she couldn't get out of it. You know, well, I wonder what it did for merch and the kids, because that's who it was for, right? Yeah, like, that's, I think that was the original idea. Some, someone's eight-year-old daughter liked A.S.H. The message was good. Like, it made sense. Like, people have to realize, like, Nikki A.S.H.'s character wasn't for adults. was never meant to be for adults. You know? Yeah, but I feel like most kids wouldn't like it either. It was, like, almost too cheesy for kids. Like, man, that, belong- that belongs on Nickelodeon, <laughs> right? Not USA Network. Nick Jr., actually. But it is. I would love to see how her merch sales did as Nikki Ash. Probably pretty well for a little bit. I would say so. I think she probably had a positive run for for a couple of months. You know, probably if it's low. But now she's back. I wonder. Uh, <clears throat> I wonder if Triple H goes to these people like Nikki Nikki Cross was just like, "Hey, we're gonna uh, we're gonna make it crazy again." <laughs> Like, I wonder if it was his idea or if she, if he has an open-door policy where people go with Nikki Cross could go, Hey, Triple H, I have an idea. Make me crazy again. I And Triple H just goes. Well, okay. and I think it's easier for them to do that, one, because of Triple H, but two, also Triple H helped cultivate her in NXT. Like, he helped develop the sanity character, so he knows exactly yeah, what yeah, he's, he's getting. He's, he's got the relationship with yeah. all of them, yeah. Yeah, so I think he knows exactly what he's getting. He's like, yeah, this actually makes sense. It's what, <laughs> yeah, I mean, do something yeah. with her. Why not? She's a talent. She's... The women's division needs a little bit of help. I mean, it's better. Mm-hmm. It's way better than it was a few months ago. Yeah, and now you like you have you have the baby faces, especially on Raw. You have the baby faces. You have the heels, which are essentially damage control, running rough shadow approach, everybody. Now you have Nikki Cross as a wild card who will essentially just attack everybody for shits and giggles. Which is what she did yeah, on which like, is what she did on NXT, which was fantastic. Who'd she attack on NXT? Anybody. She was a loose cannon. Remember, she was the heater. Oh no, I'm saying that she did not. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, Remember, she was the heater on on Saturday. She was like she was the enforcer. Yeah, the best. <laughs> God, this tiny was, woman just going around and beating the. It was like, damn, I would fuck you in a dumpster. <laughs> like tiny, that's where you live. But I'm gonna do it. <laughs> tiny woman just beating the crap out of grown ass men on takeover events for no reason, like flying crossbodies off the top rope. I'm like, what is going on? 
Ah, it was great. Absolutely great. So I'm happy for Nikki Cross. Congratulations uh, to her. And that she's back and that we don't have to say Nikki A.S.H. ever again. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised she didn't turn heel and go after Bianca because Bianca still has a title, right? Yes. No, she went after both of them. Yeah. She went after both of them. Yeah, she did not care who it was in the ring. Hence the loose cannon, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I would like to see her. Her and Bianca would be interesting. Yeah. It's different. It's mm-hmm. new. Some mind games, some head games. Yeah. Maybe she joins the Wyatt's, Wyatt Six, that's being rumored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the Sinister Six, a.k.a. the Wyatt Six, which would be also amazing as well. Uh, moving on. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on Liv Morgan? Apparently just loving to get beat down all the time. Like, she's not caring if she wins or loses. She just wants to have pain inflicted upon her. I mean, it seems clearly as to me, if you know what I'm saying. There you go. The next, next thing you know, someone's going to choke her in the ring. She's going to stop coming. Yeah. You, you ever like, watch Archer? Oh, no. Okay, never mind. She, she reminds you of a character from Archer who just loves pain for no reason. Yeah, um, give it a chance, man. I'm not, I'm not, I don't dislike I'm it. I'm more interested in Liv Morgan now than I, ha- than I was during her title run. Yeah, it's something. It seems a, it's gonna. It seems a little more natural. I think that's. I think you might be right. I think that's what it is. Because Liv's a quirky person. Like you've ever seen like Liv Morgan videos out when she's not being Liv Morgan. When like her and Nyan Jax are in Target. Yeah, like she. Liv Morgan's a goofball, like an actual giant goofball. She made. You know how Seamus has his Celtic Warrior workouts. On YouTube, yeah, she made Seamus do a whole booty workout, and WWE posted it. It's like the only That's thing we're working funny. is the butt. <laughs> you see Seamus like struggling. Hey. <laughs> She's like, "Yo, Bernardo Speller, my ass is pale in my back." <laughs> you know what you need to see, Seamus. Seamus, I think recently got married. Um, so you have Seamus posted pictures him. of him and his wife. He has like four like little fucking dogs. What's yeah, that him and his wife own. It's it's really funny. You think Seamus is big ass pale guy? <laughs> He's holding these little ass dogs for him and his wife. It's it is actually. Let me look it really, up. Really, really funny. I, yeah, because I can't find it right now. But I do enjoy WWE Seamus. Feel like Seamus married or something like that. But I do love this uh, this Liv Morgan thing. She's interesting. She doesn't care if she gets beat down. I just wonder what the yeah, pay is. Yeah, booty workout with Liv. Yeah, it is. Well, him and Liv are doing another workout. Hmm. Yeah, Liv Morgan's butt workout. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is actually kind of funny. But yeah, no. Uh, sh- <clears throat> I mean, props, props them for going a different direction. I think it's definitely a smart move for her. You know, it, it's character progression. Yeah. So see where it goes. Give it a chance. I'm excited. So you know yeah, what it is. I think she needs something. She needs a new. She needs. She needs a fresh coat of paint. Yeah. You know what it is, and I think WWE now under this new regime. Because a lot of times you have a character and, like, there wasn't any progression a lot of the time, which made the people go stale really quickly. And now I think they're pivoting a little bit more or that the writers and the performers are allowed or are allowed to pivot their character more, even if they're not in a main storyline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it seems like they're able to, like, okay, this is, we're going we're gonna to pivot this way, we're going to move this way, so on and so forth. Uh, which is good. So there's Liv Morgan uh, in and of itself. And, well, you haven't watched NXT yet, have you? You haven't watched NXT in a long time. 
Oh, it's been it's been yeah. over. I will year. say Halloween Havoc was a really good show. Uh That's very good. entertaining. Like yeah. Wesley in general won the um won the North American ladder match. He's he's the guy from MSK that didn't get fired. I was gonna say Wesley. I think he sounds familiar. What he, what did I get what did I get fired for again? Apparently the supposed domestic abuse between him and Kimberly, which a, there's a lot of rumors saying that Kim, That's that Kimberly right. faked it and lied and all of that stuff and that uh, Nash Carter was wrongfully uh wrongfully let go. God, I can't say how much I don't want to comment yeah, on. Yeah, I like <laughs> it, it's quote. it's back and forth. It, it, it was it's been very public on social media. Um because she's tried to, because people have gone after Kimberly and she's tried to rebuttal them, and they've had it's a lot of lot of crazy shit going on with that. Uh, be but as I mean, if it's true, put him in, put him in jail. If not, shut the fuck yeah. up. Um, I will say that ladder match was crazy because I didn't think Wesley was going to win. Wesley got gorilla pressed out of the ring and through the announce table, like thrown. Nice. nice. Who threw? Um, Von Wagner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the thing. So interesting thing about Wesley, here's an ESPN stat for you. Wesley is the first ever person in NXT history to win a title through all three rebrands of NXT, all three generations of NXT. Because he wants... Oh, NXT 2.0, then back to regular yeah. NXT. <laughs> or the mess NXT. So that was good. The triple threat match for the, for cool. the title was fucking amazing as well. Um, Braun Breaker won again. Surprise, surprise. This motherfucker just turned 25 yesterday. Ugh, fuck him, dude. All right? Yeah, just... What am I doing with my life? <laughs> just turned... Turned 28 in a few months. Just uh, turned 25 yesterday, which is actually flipping nuts. Uh, we had a lot of... Apollo Crews and and Grayson Waller had a... Had a... Uh, what was it? We had a casket match. Apollo Crews is still in NXT. Mm-hmm. Well, he wants to go for a title, so I think Apollo Crews and Braun Breaker are going to be the next. going to be the next feud, which I'm fine for. NXT also said they were going to do a new. Um, there's going to be a new, uh, I guess, premium live event. They're calling it Deadline, which is going to be interesting. They just started promoing it. Uh, it's going to happen in. De- it's going to be NXT Deadline. It's going to be in December, which is a great name. Deadline December makes sense. Um, Here's what I learned from the casket match at NXT. Apparently, if you get slammed through the casket, then it's not a win. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't, you, didn't you didn't shut the door. Yeah, because you broke the door. <laughs> they they had yeah. to bring out a new casket. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I did not know. I was watching the show with Charles online. He was like, Do you, like, if you get slammed through the casket, does that count as a win? I was like, I don't know. Let's find out. So... But that Mandy Rose again won. They did half cinematic, half real match, which was actually kind of cool. They started out the thing in like a cinematic way. Um, it was kind of like House of Horrors, but funny as fuck because Gigi Dolan is really funny. Formerly Priscilla Kelly, she's really funny um, as acting with horror and people and stuff. But anywho, Mandy Rose when she was, she is now had the NXT Women's Title for a year as of this recording. Good for her. Yeah. Which is good. Her going to NXT was good. I liked, liked her going to NXT because she got a chance to really get into her. Like, her, the toxic Mandy character is good for her. She got to learn how to wrestle. She got to get, <laughs> Yeah. Although the running is still her best move. But it was a matter of... Because you know how... 
when she was first on Raw and SmackDown for a while, she was like the goddess, and Corey would simp over her for a long time. But she was kind of like the yeah. shy girl where now, eye candy. yeah, she was eye candy, and now she's she was went back to NXT and she got to delve into like more of a natural her. Like she's from Yonkers, she's got an attitude to her, and she finally was like, "Yeah, I'm hot. Yeah. I'm that bitch." What are you going to do about it? And, like, that's the character you need. And she got a chance to cultivate that, and so good for her. But on NXT, a lot of moving and shit going on in NXT this week. For instance, uh, the Wyatt Family 2.0, a.k.a. Joe Gacy and company, known as The Schism, um, review, uh, revealed their latest member, as you can see here, Will, on our screen. And you know who their latest member was, or is, actually? I do. It's it's the rock star. I heard about this. If you smell what Ava Rain is cooking, Ava Rain is the name she was going by, formerly known as Pebbles when she was first born, Um, because the rock wanted to make a funny Ah. thing. Yes, this is this essentially is Pebbles. Um, So Ava Rain debuts as part of this weird cultist group called the Schism, and explain explain the Schism to me. What the fuck is this? I don't know. To be honest. It's like Dark Order, but just, like, cooler. <laughs> yeah. It's like Dark Order with a little bit of a purpose. Like, they're not a comedy act yet. Like, I feel like Dark Order's comedy at this point. Or is it kind of like, uh... Um... I'm trying to think of a movie where, like, everyone's kind of, like, under a spell or a cult, and they don't, like, they know it, but they don't know it, know it. Essentially, because, you know, because, you know, Joe, the two people next to Joe Gacy are the Grizzled Young Veterans that he converted. No, it's yes, not. It is. Get the fuck out yeah, of it's here. Yeah, it's the grizzled young vets. <laughs> they don't go, grizzled! God, I hated them so much. That's why That's so why the homeboy is bald. Because he shaved off all of his hair. Hilarious. <laughs> God, the schism. The schism. So they're like... They're psychotic. God, it's I... it's weird. I, it's hard for me to put a finger on what exactly they are, but I'm interested to see how she does. Um... The closest thing I can think of is, like, all the people in Get Out Under the Spell. Kind of. Are they all kind of happy and smiley? Yeah. Okay. I that's, that's I think that's a good analogy. But is this just so they'll take out all the races? Flash a camera. Flash a camera <laughs> and then they'll freak out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I have no problem with the Rock's daughter being in here. I think. Listen, uh, if she's she's been in she's been in the PC for a while. She's clearly earned her way onto the show. She's been there for like, what, a year or two? Something like that, yeah. She said when she was 17, yeah, 17, right? 18, yeah. She's been there for a while. Yeah. So, um, also, you got to follow in Louis, one of the biggest shadows in wrestling history. She's... So uh, give her something completely <laughs> different and random. This is probably her choice, too. I doubt that, but maybe. Maybe, you know. Um, she's one of, she's literally, her and Solo Sokoa are fourth generation wrestlers. The first fourth generation wrestlers in WWE history. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it is absolutely absurd. So good for her. Her first words out of her mouth were, die, Rocky, die. Which was not what the first words that she said, but I wish it was. Um, you know, uh... I, I was just thinking her and Solo should have a kid, but they might be yeah, related. Yeah, they're, they're probably related. They're, they're 
definitely proper later. So no, good for her. I want to see how she builds. I'm interested to see how she is in the ring because like I have not seen any wrestling footage of her at all. Yeah, not a thing. Not a deal. She probably haven't. Well, no, she definitely had a first match. They probably well but... during like the the Florida the Florida loop that they do. When they yeah. Sure, and so, so she's probably she definitely has had a ring work. The only time I saw her do anything is when The Rock showed up at the PC randomly to watch his daughter train him, and he he got in the ring to like show them how to do a suplex, and he suplexed his own daughter. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, I'm gonna say she hasn't wrestled for a few months. No, I think I I think when you when you pull her up when when she does wrestle, I think it has to be a big deal. I think she's she's she you know acclimates herself to TV and doing all that stuff, and then she ends up wrestling. Yeah, let's get her team yeah. time. Right? She's probably green as grass. Yeah, she was okay on the mic. Didn't give her much to do. She hit her lines. It was perfectly fine. So yeah, let her get used. Let her figure out where the cameras are first. <laughs> Don't let her pull a Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or an Adam Cole who doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Adam Cole took that vacation money, and I don't, I don't blame him. Um, but Will, I do have good. Yeah, taking that concussion. Yeah, I have good too. news for you, Will. Uh oh. We found Electra Lopez. She's back on NXT. Oh, I found her. She, I see her Instagram. Don't worry. <laughs> I know exactly where she is. Uh, Zaylee's Instagram too has been interesting of, and as of late. And her TikTok. Don't tell me the good. No, time it's, it's 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 her TikTok videos are on her Instagram. Oh yeah, right. Zaylee underscore double yeah. But anywho, Alexa Lopez. Like, damn girl, you you can be a whore if you wanted to. Good <laughs> lord. Anywho, Alexa Lopez apparently was never left the never left the NXT parking lot, and she just is back there now. She's going on a solo run, and I think besides the fact that Zelina Vega, um, was going to be used as part of legato the fact that she was kept on nxt means they they have they see a lot of promise in her i'm i'm assuming yeah no that means they're giving her a shot they just figured selena be better at it because she did it before and they needed some of her doing the main roster it could be a little uh, bit of both but at least they didn't at least they didn't release her yeah no that's a good thing that's a good thing i see this as um this is an opportunity. This is this, this is make a break. Not hey, we have plans for you. This is don't fuck it up because we took away your gimmick. Oh no, she's still there, but I think she gets a chance to be more of her gimmick because like I feel like she was sidelined as like the essentially the the sidekick manager to Legato. Like we never got to see her do yeah. really much of anything. So it's a couple of matches here and there, but we'll see what happens. So so good for her. Good for her. Also, something that I think you'll be very happy about, Will, this has been showing up a lot during Halloween Havoc, as well as during um, NXT this past week. Uh, somebody's burning a mask. Does that mask look familiar to you, Will? Could no. you feast your eyes on that mask for me really quickly? Oh, Don Dijakovic? Yeah, it looks like his retribution days are over, so one moment of silence for T-Bar. One of the... You mean he? Why, is he joining masculine male models too? I wish, but no. It's just an NXT promo. Don't yeah. Don't, don't I, tell I, me what a good time. Like don't tell me what a good time with T Bar joining masculine male models because I would probably piss myself if he showed up. Dude, they always call him Tabor. Tabor. 
Tabor. T A B O R. Or, Do- or, or Dominique with the Q U and like an E with all these accents on it. Dominique Tabor. Dominique Tabor. That's, that's a great name. God. That's a great name. Yeah. But it looks like it looks uh, like Dijakovic is coming back to NXT with his original Dijakovic's name, or maybe a different name because I think Dominic Dijakovic is actually his real name. But he is coming back. Well, we we have the internet. Well, he hasn't debuted yet. We've just been seeing these uh, seeing these funky little things of him burning. I, I will miss T-Bone. His real name is Christopher Dijak. Oh, okay, so never mind. Dominic Dijakovic is perfectly fine. Um, it's a shame because I miss T-Bar, especially for T-Bar's Twitter. Because remember for a while when Retribution was trying to be a thing and he was just he was roasting people on Twitter as T-Bar? No, I had no oh, idea. He was going off, and it was a beautiful, beautiful sight to see. Uh, but let's move on to our final part of it, which is going to be our future shock. Um, and it's going to be a great, fun future shock for us, Will, because it's wrong answers only. So we got this animated look from the Performance Center, a PC call, um, about somebody from an unknown name who is going to come and destroy all that NXT has ever built, so on and so forth, blah, 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 left the voice message, and called themselves Scripps. S-C-R-Y-P-T-S. Sincerely, Scripps. The first time it showed this past Tuesday on NXT. So my question to you, well, and to everybody listening, wrong answers only, who the fuck is Scripps? So they want to destroy uh, I, NXT? I gotta see what the script, what he exactly script said. <laughs> this is Future Shock. It's a stable of Meltzer, Alvarez, and Sap. Shaw, stop oh it. My stop God. it, Fretz. Stop it. God, I was going to say the ghost of Kevin Nash's kid. Ooh, but too soon. Too I think, soon. I think, I think Fretz wins with that one. Yeah. I was going to go with like an NWO thing, but there's no one no, left. No, there's, there's no one. Let me look at Let me see. What if it's Scott Steiner? Stop it. Stop it's, it. Oh, I smell weed. It's just Scott Steiner coming to bury his nephew. Could you imagine? I mean, they I wouldn't want to have I wouldn't want to see a promo between Scott Steiner and Braun Breaker. They sound too they sound too alike. Yo, I think Fretz wins. Hold it's on. Just, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you exactly what the voice message that this person left said. He goes, <laughs> it's the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny in the Bucks. He said, let go of all your pain, washing away your deepest fears. Listen with your eyes. Uh, speaking with your ears. Then he goes, awaken from the pits you call the dark. Opening up to my, to my soliloquy is just the start. It's a poem. Uh, watch as I come and leave my mark. As I plan to rip all of NXT apart. Sincerely, Scripps. Stupid name, Scripps. It's the Riddler. <laughs> it's, uh, who is that? Paul Dano? Is that not Paul Dano? Who played Rid- the Riddler in the, the new Batman movie? Oh, one? it might have been Paul Dano. Might have been Paul Dano. No, I want, if I'm it's going to be the Riddler, it better be Jim Carrey's Riddler. Oh my god! Can you imagine Jim Carrey in NXT? <laughs> yes, I can actually. I got it's 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 Jake. It's Jake Paul. <laughs> it's Jake from State Farm. It's Tito Ortiz. 
No, I won't, they, they repackaged Jake from State Farm as scripts, but he still wears the khaki in the red. He still wears the khaki in the red. It's uh, it's EC3 making cyan wrestling officially a thing of the past. <laughs> like, you're good, kid, but you're not good enough for me and Ross. We're throwing you back in NXT. Uh, scripts is Ember Moon because Tony Khan wouldn't notice anyways. <laughs> probably not. Probably still pay her too. <laughs> I forgot she was in AEW. Exactly. What is she doing over Scripps there? This could be Ruby Riot or Ruby Soho too, as well. Uh, she's in a contract. She's in a contract. AEW on five year deals, dude. They're not going anywhere. It's a lot. Who would Scripps be? I'm trying to think of people we like that aren't doing anything that would show up out of nowhere. Like, are, they, are they hinting that it's going to be a return, or is it going to be someone brand new? They're, that's all we know is what that person said. So I really hope it's Lars Sullivan. Nah. Well, it, if Lars Sullivan came back as scripts, it shows that Triple H has a sense of humor. Yeah. Um, who is the big Welsh dude they let go that was surprised? Brock Bronson. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed? Oh. Monster Heel? Ooh. I know it's supposed to be wrong answers only. Hornswoggle. How about that? Hornswoggle. <laughs> that, that means it's jump the shark. Uh, oh, oh, no. It's going to be a stable. Oh, my God. I got it. It's a stable of Bronson Reed, the Funkosaurus, being managed by Hornswoggle. He's the mouthpiece. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it, be- it should be Bronson Reed. I love Bronson Reed. Fucking thick boy that he was. I think... He'll come back. Yeah. Guy was super talented. Yeah, he was super agile. There's a lot of big boys. Um, Scripps is Malcolm... Alicia Fox. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's out of her fucking mind. Yes. yes. speaking nonsense. Yes. All of it. No, she is, like, oh. she just comes out with a Mad Hatter hat on. Mm. Has a tea party. Starts reading poems. For... <laughs> I'm scripts. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when she <laughs> don't drink my tea. <laughs> Remember when she was a Survivor Series like captain and she ruined <laughs> <laughs> the captain's hat <laughs> and she ran with it for so long. <laughs> It's it's a real shame Alicia Fox finally found her character right before they let her go. Well, because she was she was like, actually she was not stable in real life. That was also the issue. That that might have been true. I think she was like at a concert which wasn't supposed to be. I think she well in New Orleans when we were there. Remember she like showed up drunk at like WrestleCon or some shit like that. Yeah, that might have been it. <laughs> God, Alicia Fox's scripts would be great. <laughs> it's Noah. And Noah and Dar still send me Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. <laughs> that, that or it's the Forgotten Sons. Oh, <laughs> People are like, oh, no. yeah. Shit. <laughs> still forgotten. Um, no, it's Juice Robinson. Yuck. Let's get ready to bop some heads. Scripts. <laughs> Scripts. <laughs> it's Eric Young. He finally found his character. It's Eric Young. <laughs> UI. 
just engulfing all of TNA. Maybe it's Jonathan Gresham. I don't fucking know. Jonathan Gresham needs to do something. How about how about Todd Gresham? <laughs> Todd Gresham. <laughs> Todd Gresham. Dude, it's a stable of Todd Grisham, mm-hmm. Matt Stryker, <laughs> and um, and the, the guy from TNA. Uh, uh, Mike Tanay? With the, not Mike Tanay, the other one who's there now. Oh, I don't fucking know. Um, the other guy with the, with the blonde tips. Um, oh. Fuck, Fretz, what's his name? With the blonde tip. Josh yes. Matthews. <laughs> yeah. It's the three of them. It's just, it's just the three people. All the guys that I made, and Arnon, Arnon Smith, Jimmy Smith, it's just... All the, all the people, all the all the people who couldn't make it on commentary. Oh, Ad- Taz, Taz is so you, there. So you have Mar Ronaldo, <laughs> Adnan Berg, Jimmy Smith, uh, Josh Matthews, <laughs> and and Todd, Todd Grisham, uh, the spokesperson, and Matt Stryker. Right. The spokesperson is Kevin Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their 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 press person is like jo- and they all and they all beat up Jerry, Jerry Lawler. That's how they enter the company. <laughs> How dare you be good at commentary? <laughs> Wait, do, How dare you follow the they, script, asshole? They do an invasion of NXT. Vic Joseph gets like choked out for no reason. With, with a tie. tie. <laughs> it's like Matt Striker, you fired again. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, Mike. Ad- you also have to add Matt Mike Adamley in there too, as well. No, he's got dementia. Oh, ALS oh or something. I, I did not know. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Remember, remember, he's like he's like actually sick. Oh no, I did not know that actually. So, like a big reason why he was bad at WWE is because he was actually fighting the illness. Oh. Uh, Mike Adamley, what does he have? Um, uh, losing my Uh, illness. I forget what he's got. Epilepsy. Ooh, that's that's hurt. That sucks. That sucks a lot. Um, and dementia. Ooh. And mood swings. This guy's got it all. And and CTE. He's a football player. I was like, yeah. Why does he have CTE? How does he have CTE? Oh my god, he should not run for Congress. Um, at all. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got it all. Dude. Yeah. He's got it all. Yeah, he's a GOP's dream right now. I don't mean to get political, but anyway. So yeah, like when when they first signed him, like he was like in the early, early, early stages of dementia. I don't think they caught it oh. yet. Oh. But um. Okay. Remember, like that he was so bad as a GM and a a, uh, as a commentator <clears throat> because he couldn't remember things. Well, that's. Oh. That's that's that's. I feel bad. I I feel really bad. Yeah, he gets he gets a pass. Yeah, yeah he, he, gets he, pass. Gets, he gets a pass. I agree. Like pre, prior to 2017, yeah, he was the worst WWE ever hired. Post 2017, when he announced it, it's like he gets yeah, a pass. Yeah. No scripts can be. Um, watch scripts be our truth. He was like, I was just trying rhymes on my phone. What's up? <laughs> I didn't mean to hit send. <laughs> yeah, no, it's scripts as uh, R Truth and Road Dog again. Remember the Get Rowdy tag team? R Truth and Road. I forgot how long R Truth's been in this He's company. He's been there for a long ass time. It's gross. Absolutely gross, to be honest with you. So, yeah, who knows when the hell scripts is showing up? Um, it could be at deadline, and could be who knows. But when they show up, they're going to make their mark because NXT is in that really, really big pool of change. It's interesting. But that's all we have for this week, folks. Uh, CM Punk is probably going to be gone forever, which is, is what it is. Um, and a lot of different character changes, reveals, debuts all over 
the world of wrestling, which is a good thing, which is a very, very good thing. But for right now, folks, we got to start queuing over uh, to our post-show and ending of a show for this week. So, Will, if you would please, sir, cue us out of here. Learn out of time, Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 313, The Schism. There's not anything demented about us. Only thing that demented that is demented here is the fact that Kay Murphy's internet yet again crapped out right before the show, but they're probably going to have a great time watching American Horror Story in just about 40 minutes. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs uh, across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. For all things Kings, please click the link below. You can find us at K-O-T-R underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, uh, Discord, YouTube, so on and so forth. K-O-T-R underscore podcast like share subscribe uh because that really helps out the algorithm buy some merch from us we have a lot of merch like the merch that i'm wearing right now my king ricky rose shirt uh it's all online remember click that link below in the description um if you're listening to us please listen to us wherever you listen to all of your podcasts by subscribing to wrestle addict radio the cure for the common wrestling podcast and follow wrestle addict radio's socials at um addict underscore wrestle on twitter at wrestle addict radio every where else? When we come back next week, we're going to be talking about Crown Jewel. But before that, we're going to talk about the Crown Jewel of this show right now here, Will Tearshock. Oh, that's a big compliment. Not Will at Tereshock. all, actually. Not at all. A-R-A-S-H-U-K. All my shenanigans at Will Tearshock. I spell my name. <laughs> yeah, that's much all I got right now. Um, our store, if you need podcast equipment, uh, whether it's an interface, mixer, audio headphones microphones whatever all inventory should be here in a few weeks nice. so uh yeah if you need to buy some shit help us out because i put a lot of money on that credit card yeah so will tarish yeah and find my you shit better folks when we come back next week hopefully when we come back next week folks hopefully kate murphy's internet will be working hopefully Hopefully. Hopefully. If not, it's just going to be us. I mean, actually, you know, Taquan, if you weren't at a haunted house, just have Taquan on retainer. Just show up whenever whenever Kimberly's internet co- goes out uh, so, can, so he can be our third host as we're going to preview Crown Jewel next week. We're going to go from Crown Jewel to a couple weeks to previewing uh, Full Gear to previewing um, Survivor Series. So it's going to be a loaded November with a lot of great shows coming up. But until then, folks, we will see you next week. Make sure you're joining us from the post show if you're watching us live. Goodbye. Good night. Baseball season's over if anybody cares. Yep, go exactly. Phillies. And uh, fuck you, Slack. Yeah, fuck you, Slack. See you next week, folks.